بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبد الله ابن مسعود رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا حسد إلا في اثنتين رجل آتاه الله مالا فسلته على هلكته في الحق ورجل آتاه الله حكمة فهو يقضي بها ويعلمها متفق عليه ون ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا حسد إلا في اثنتين رجل آتاه الله القرآن فهو يقوم به آناء الليل وآناء النهار ورجل آتاه الله مالا فهو ينفقه آناء الليل وآناء النهار متفق عليه عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله تعالى نريت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سد La hasad, there is no jealousy, as we discussed yesterday, the first part of this hadith. There are several translations which we can make that if jealousy were to be allowed, then it would be allowed in these two things. Or the normal preferred translation is there is no envy except in two things. As we mentioned, the fact that this type of description or approach is made by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We realize that these two things are of immense value. No price tag can be put on it. Hasad, jealousy is madhmoom, looked down upon in every culture and in our shariat also. So obviously, it's a very, very strong term to use that there is no jealousy except, in other words, allowance is being made in these two things. As we mentioned, technically, not allowance, but to make us realize how valuable this is. The first, which we discuss, رَجْلٌ آتَاهُ اللَّهُ مَالًا فَسَلَّتَهُ عَلَىٰ هَلَكَتِهِ فِي الْحَقِّ A person whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted great wealth, or as we mentioned, it doesn't have to be a lot. Allah has given him any miqdar, any amount of wealth. But the special quality, سَلَّتَهُ عَلَىٰ هَلَكَتِهِ فِي الْحَقِّ this person is made musallat, he is set free. This has become his preoccupation to do what? Halakatihi, to destroy, in other words, to use up all that wealth. But fil haq, in the truth, in earning his akhirat, in earning his jannat. This person is a generous person. He spends, if you want to translate this in our terminology, left, right and center. He is always looking for opportunities to spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi Islam said, there is no envy for anyone except this person. Because this is a great ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That one, Allah gave him sufficient wealth over and above his needs. And then day and night he is spending the wealth. And this is Allah's usul, Allah's principle. Which was beautifully emulated by Rasulullah sallallahu shown to us. That, that anfiq yunfaq alayk. The more you spend in Allah's path, you're not going to get poor. Allah will keep spending on you. In fact, spending is a means of protecting your wealth. The second person, Rajulun Atahullahu Hikmah. Allah Ta'ala granted this person, the word in the hadith is Hikmah. Hikmah literally translates means wisdom. However, several interpretations Ulama Ikram have given of this. Allah Ta'ala blessed him. Simple for our understanding, Allah blessed this person with the knowledge of deen. هَلْ يَسْتَوِ الَّذِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Allah tells us in the Qur'an 
istifham inkari. In other words, a rhetorical question. Rhetorical question is one of the very common principles that are used in eloquent speech or in grammar to make us understand, in other words, such a vast difference. It's impossible to equate these two groups. Is it even possible that the one whom we gave knowledge will ever be equal to the one who doesn't have the knowledge of deen? In other words, knowledge of deen, hikmah, wisdom, is a great ni'mat, a great bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May yuridillahu bi khayra yufaqihu fi deen. When Allah decides good for someone, when Allah decides good for someone, Rasulullah says, yufaqihu fi deen. Allah gives him the understanding, the faqahat, the comprehension of deen. So the second is a person whom Allah gave hikmat. In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him knowledge. But knowledge, مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ حُمِّلُوا التَّوْرَاءِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَحْمِلُوهَا كَمَثَلِ الْحِمَارِ يَحْمِلُوا أَسْفَارًا Quran on the other hand gives us an analogy of a man who had knowledge. Allah gives us an analogy in the Quran of a person who has knowledge. Allah describes him to an ass that is carrying a load on its back. Which is this person? That person who didn't practice on his knowledge. That person who didn't implement his ilm and his knowledge in his life. So knowledge on its own is not a great blessing. Knowledge on its own is one part of it. Together with that, to bring one's life in conformance to that knowledge. To practice that knowledge, propagate that knowledge, teach that knowledge, pass that knowledge on. This is where the real goal, the real objective and the real prize of knowledge is. Otherwise, there are great warnings in the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions to us about those people who one, one is a person may have the knowledge. Then he may be practicing on the knowledge. But he doesn't disseminate that knowledge. He doesn't teach. He doesn't pass it on. He doesn't make tabligh of his knowledge. This also is something which Qur'an and Shariat warns us about. So Rasulullah the second person is referred to Rajulun Ataullahu Hikmah. Allah gave him knowledge, Allah gave him hikmah, Fahuayakdi Biha. He rules according to that. He gives verdict according to that. In other words, he brings his life and others also when he is required to rule, he rules in with according to the dictates of Shariat. In other words, he practices upon his knowledge. Wa and he teaches others. He passes on this knowledge. He makes tabligh of this knowledge. Rasulullah said, La hasad. There is no jealousy except for these two people. In other words, this, these are two things that we should make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah grants us this. We should strive to acquire this. That the second part, as we said, the knowledge of deen, but practicing it upon it, bringing it in our lives. The next hadith the subject matter is very similar to this hadith. The first hadith which we just discussed, Abdullah bin Masood radiallahu is the narrator. The next hadith, the narrator is Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. He narrates from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Nabi Pak said, La hasada illa fitnatain. There is no jealousy except in two things. In other words, there is no envy except in two things. This hadith, the wording is, Rajulun atahu Allahul Qur'an. Instead of hikmah, like we see in the first hadith, in this hadith, the sahabi narrates that Rasulullah said, the first is that person whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted the Qur'an. 
فَهُوَ يَقُومُ بِهِ أَنَا اللَّيْلُ وَأَنَا النَّهَارُ أَنَا اللَّيْلُ وَأَنَا النَّهَارُ We find this expression many places in the Qur'an, many places in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it refers to, in other words, day and night. In other words, one's entire life. One brings one entire life. فَهُوَ يَقُومُ بِهِ He brings his life in a conformance with the Qur'an. One point we should bear in mind, my respected brothers, even when it comes to practicing, sometimes you find people that are abid, they are ibadat guzar, their life is on deen, they are practicing deen. But they don't have knowledge. They didn't take the trouble of acquiring the knowledge of deen. That also is a musibat, that also is a wabal, it's a test. That also is a calamity. Both things are absolutely integral. One is to have knowledge and the other is to practice upon the knowledge. Make the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, worship Allah ta'ala. Worship doesn't only mean salah or reading Quran or zikrullah. Worship is when you run your business according to sharia, that is also ibadat, that is worship. When you dress according to sharia, when you run your house according to sharia, when you bring your life according to sharia, that's also the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So both things are necessary. Sometimes a person is practicing deen, but because of not having knowledge, he is jahil, he is ignorant, then the practice that he does is incorrect. So for both things to come together, this is a great ni'mad and bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And manba, the source of every knowledge is the Qur'an. Alhamdulillah, Ramadan Sharif, to some extent we find many of us realize the value of the Qur'an. Tarawi Salah takes place, Hufaz are reading Qur'an all the time. We find tafasir of Qur'an takes place at night after tarawih. Many places the commentary of the Qur'an, the shawq in the month of Ramadan is sparked. The, 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 the light is ignited for us now to start getting closer to the Qur'an, attaching ourselves to the Qur'an. It is very, very sad reality, unfortunately, with many of us. When the hilal of Eid gets cited, then it is also the hilal of the Qur'an for the next 11 months. Except somebody dies we move into a new house, a new business, new premises, etc., then little bit Qur'an. A respected brother, it should not be the case. Qur'an, إِنَّ لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ شَرَفًا يَتَبَاهُونَ بِهِ وَإِنَّ بَهَا أُمَّتِي وَشَرَفَهَا الْقُرْآنِ Rasulullah said, everything has an emblem. Everything has a mascot. Everything has an identifying aspect of it. Everything has something which is a source of pride which you look up to. He said, Inna baha ummati wa sharafaha. He said, the source of pride, of dignity, of honor, the thing which my ummah has to look up to, the emblem of my ummah is the Quran. Quran has to be an inseparable part of our lives. Wherever we go, the Quran has to be with us. We have to live the Quran. We have to implement the Quran. We have to practice upon the Quran. We have to love the Quran. We have to attach ourselves with the Quran. Innakum la tarji'una ila Allahi bishay'in. أَفْضَلْ مِمَّا خَرَجَ مِنْهُ Rasulullah said, you will never connect yourself with Allah. You will never connect with Allah. You will never go back to Allah. You will never find Allah. Your heart will never have the love of Allah. You will never get the ta'aluk and relationship with, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with anything, anything, anything more virtuous, more efficacious, more effective than that which came from Allah. The Qur'an is Allah's kalam. The Qur'an is Allah's sifat. The Qur'an is Allah's attribute. The Qur'an is from Allah. If you want Allah, the way to find Allah is the Qur'an. And like 
plants or crops need water to grow and survive. Without water they will shrivel and die. In the same way, my respected brothers, this dil, this qalb, this heart of insan will die without the Qur'an. It is a dead heart. There can never be noor in this heart. So every day, one is the section of the Qur'an, which we are, the various masnoon surahs that we read, etc. For example, today, the day of Jumu'ah, the night of Jumu'ah, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, said, a person who in the night of Jumu'ah, Thursday night, reads Hamim al-Dukhan, four pages. He says, Allah forgives all his sins. Then there's our Surah Kahf for the day of Jumu'ah. Surah Yasin every morning, etc. Then obviously, if you are Hafizul Quran, Manana Idris Bandwi, Rahimahullah, other great scholars, our salaf salihin they say, if you are Hafiz, if you are Hafiz and you are not reading three Jews of the Quran, three paras of the Quran every day, you can't be a Hafiz. So at least three paras of the Quran we should be reading every day if you are Hafizul Quran. And we know our tabligh in Nisab, our brothers that are involved in the work of tabligh, the hidayah that is given to us by our elders. If you are not hafiz of Qur'an, they say one juz, one para of the Qur'an every day. How can we be in the work of Dawud and tabligh and we are not reading Qur'an? How can we be in the work of Dawud and tabligh and we are not getting closer to the Qur'an? How can we be in the work of Dawud and tabligh and the shock and the inclination and the attachment of Qur'an is not coming? The desire to learn the Qur'an, the day of the Qur'an, the night of the Qur'an. Alama Zamakhshari rahimahullah, he says the Qur'an doesn't have a name. If it had a name, it would be this verse. Hada balaghul linnas. This is tabligh for humanity. So dawat and tabligh without the Qur'an is not dawat and tabligh. His, his entire dawat was the Qur'an. So this, my respected brothers, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, coming back to this hadith, Rajulun atahullahul Qur'an. A person whom Allah gave the Qur'an. Allah gave the Qur'an. Inna lillahi ta'ala ahlina min al-ard. Rasulullah said, Allah has some people that are from the household of Allah, the people of Allah. There are some people on this earth who are the people of Allah. Who are, the, who are they? He said, hum ahlul Qur'an. He said, it is the people of the Qur'an. Hum ahlullahi wa khasatu. These are ahlullah. They are ahlullah. And they are the chosen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, we continue. Subhanahu.